Welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. My name is David Kowalski, and I'll be your host for this evening and every evening, apparently. Um, <laughs> guess it kind of happens when it's your show. How is everyone doing this evening? So tonight we have, um, eventually, at some point, um, Georgia from Georgia Tunes. Um, she is an extremely talented cartoonist. Um, caught my attention uh, a while back um, with her cartoons that she is uh, posting uh, as she's cultivating compassion and uh, when we get her on uh, live with us uh, she'll go ahead and kind of tell us uh, where her inspiration came from etc etc all you listening out there thank you very much for tuning in this evening here on Cannabis Network Radio only on Podstream Live for those of you who listen on uh podcast um or if you're listening live be sure to check us out on itunes uh just go to itunes to the store type in the word cannabis in the search scroll down to podcasts and you'll see cannabis network radio right there on the top 10 uh, to choose from on itunes (coughs) sounds like we got an incoming call um all right we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break uh we're gonna try to get georgia on the phone here and we'll be right back with Cannabis Network Radio, Podstream Live. Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. I'm David. I'm your host for this evening, along with my co-hosts, Ed and Justin how are you doing, guys? Doing great, Dave. Doing all right, man. Thanks for being here. show would not be possible without them and the support of listeners like you out there. Um, I have with me on live from Canada, um, Georgia, from georgiatunes.com. Uh, if you're not doing anything in front of the computer right now, go to uh, www.georgiatunes.com and uh, check out her work. Um, Georgia, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for asking me. Uh, my pleasure. So, I have been, I guess, following your tunes for a while. Um, I think like we became friends on Facebook um, probably about a year ago, maybe longer. Um, and I guess you have a very strong combination of of, of political and activism and everything in in regard to your cultivating compassion, I guess, is how you have it listed on your website um, mm-hmm. for your, I guess, activism um, in regard to uh, cannabis. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, I guess, the history of Georgia Tunes itself? Because I know you have, like, different areas, you know, the Happy Hippie and, and so on and so forth. And, and I read here that you kind of changed the Happy Hippie and gave it a makeover according to your website. So... Why don't you tell us a little bit about you and and how this evolved to where you're at right now and and how uh, you decided to focus and and be drawing tunes uh, in support of uh, legalization. Um, Okay. Um, It started quite simply. Well, I've always been a cartoonist, probably since birth, I hope. (laughs) But it started quite simply when uh, my son was prescribed cannabis for his chronic pain. Um, He was one of Canada's youngest legal recipients at the age of 15. 
because he has a progressive determinal bone disease. And our other options were um, prescribed medication, and once you start looking into both, uh, it was obvious to us the dishes, decision we wanted to make and the direction we wanted to go. Um, so being a cartoonist, you know, you draw what you know. And at first it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it still is a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. Uh, I was drawing the happy hippie, though. Uh, I wasn't as educated as I have become and continue to be. And uh, as I've realized the seriousness surrounding the issues, uh, I started to draw them. And as a matter of fact, the change from the happy hippie over to cultivating compassion was when uh, fellow activist Michelle Rainey passed away. Uh, I was devastated. And uh, I thought, okay, you know what? Michelle wants change. Quit messing around. Let's bring some change. And that's what I'm hoping to do. That's awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. So I guess, so there's really true passion behind, because I guess art, I mean, I'm not artistic. I can't draw a stick figure with a ruler to save my life. Um, but uh, I know that for people that are artistic, they're, they're, um, I guess their emotions really come out in their art. Um, do you feel that you have a strong emotional tie to your tunes when you create them or you just kind of, Oh, absolutely. And too much so. <laughs> I have to pick 10. I'm in a, a, an expo every year and uh, I love going and it's my one chance to get to speak to people. Um, but I have to pick 10 pieces. I like to offer originals because I think it's very cool to own original. I try to only own originals. Sure. And I'm not saying, you know, $1,000 things. I'm saying $35 from right. something you love. So it's very hard for me to part with my work. And sometimes I, I'm very angry. Uh, and when my, you know, that's how the drawing starts. But I pour <laughs> love and emotion into it. And hopefully it switches over in the process. Well, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I definitely can understand, you know, for sure the, uh, the thing behind creativity and, and, and emotion. I try to feel sometimes I do my best work in regard to, you know, direct action or advocacy work. Um, when I have a lot of, I guess, raw emotion behind it, for sure, definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a it's a kickstart, and I mean that's why you're sitting there where you are yeah. now, right? Yeah, I guess you're so. Happy, you know. You're passionate about what you're doing. Everyone, there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that," but they don't. So, bravo, you're doing it. Well, um, yeah, for sure. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, I mean, I'm one of those outspoken people, so I am. I'm the type of person you now. When I started Cannabis Information Network before I actually got into doing the radio, my goal was to be a direct action advocacy group. You know, I I don't believe in the political structure, really. I believe in the power of the people. Um, and I think any, any, I guess, impact that, that the cannabis movement has had, both here and in Canada, just from my following it, really has been because of the people and not because of the government. Oh, so, absolutely. It, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And yeah. Facebook, you know, people bitch about it all the time, but I, I'm grateful for it because, you know, that's where I see a lot. And then I re research it from there. And uh, it is the people. And I hope that people don't stop. I hope that people start doing more because it's shameful what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I, stri I strive to go ahead and bring the power to the people and empower people to not be afraid to speak out. And that's why I am who I am and do what I do. And, and I'm as outspoken um, as I as I can be. So, 
Well, the irony is I think I'm shy. <laughs> I prefer drawing. I prefer being at my desk here rather than being up on a stage or anything along those lines. But I, I'm also very aware of how important it is, and I try and do things like I'm doing right now. Well, you do a great job. I mean, uh, I'm sure that people tell you, but, you know. There's something to be said. I mean, anyone can, you know, I, I create some pictures digitally, you know, throw some words, take a picture, throw stuff together. I mean, pretty much any idiot can do that. But to actually, you know, literally from, from nothing create something um, with as much passion as you do with your art, it really is 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 inspirational. I mean, sometimes when I read your tunes, it's like, all right, I'm going to go kick ass, you know, because that's just, <laughs> you know, it's like it gives me that motivation I need because I look at it, how much effort that you put into it. And it's like, damn, well, if she can do that much just for this one thing. Then, you know, I need to go ahead and, and kick it up a notch. Um, how long does it typically take you to to if you were I mean, obviously you work at home and, and stuff comes up, but if you were to sit down and draw something, I guess not in a rush, how long does it usually take you to produce um, one of your tunes? It, it takes me longer than I initially thought. Someone asked me that before, and I thought, oh, yeah, you know, I can just whip them off. But it doesn't. It's a long process. Um, it's also very, like, meditation for me, so I, you know, I just go with it and enjoy it. But I could honestly say now that paying a little more attention, I'm looking at a good four hours plus and I try and do one cartoon a day what you see on Facebook I colored that morning and scanned that day wow. you know I don't have a lot of time you know and I have a life and I have a family and dogs wow. uh, I don't have a lot of time but it's important and uh, that's what I'm happiest doing so is is cartooning what you do for a, for a living yes <laughs> Although many cart cartoonists don't make a great living, I mean, um, I mean, that's your career. I mean, career living. I mean, I'm not sure what verbiage to use, but yeah, um, yeah. It, well, it's everything, and, and luckily for me, it has. It has turned into a blessing. Where before, what started strictly as a passion, that now, yes, I am starting to make a bit of an income, which is really nice. And uh, but more importantly, the recognition, uh, the recognition, and when I get email from Japan and. Some guy in Colombia is translating my cartoons for me right now. How awesome is that? that you know awesome. that that there that means more than any money, as far as I'm concerned. I feel blessed. Yeah, the mess the message is getting out there, and I understand what you're saying about, you know, sometimes it's just about knowing you're reaching people. You know, as I tell people, if I know I can change a person's life by what I do, like, how do you put a price tag on on having the power to change a person's life? It, um you know that there is no price tag to be put on it people are like oh well we want to support you how much do you need and i say to them very simply um well how much do you think it's worth to change a person's life yeah so, and you know it'll come it'll come to people though those people who are working hard you just have to believe it'll come well, and uh, you just said about being passionate i mean don't forget and i tell everybody all the time don't forget I'm sorry I'm not doing this for you, really. It, it, my number one is my son, my the love of my life. Right. And uh, if I can save any parent from witnessing what we did before my son started cannabis, that right there is means more to me than anything. And, and of course, it's extended to a lot of adult friends now that I've made. And But, uh, but yeah, don't mistake me. I, I'm all about kids, really. I, I really do care for kids. Now, now I have... <clears throat> I do have a question for you. Um, I noticed by looking at, I guess, on your website, you have some that are black and white and some that are color. Are the black and white ones just one you decided to be that way because of messaging or because you didn't have time to color them in? Is that the look you're going for? Or 
they're old and my friend Ivan said, okay, start coloring. And I'm like, what? He was one of the first guys who, who told me, he said, your stuff is good. Take it up a notch, quite simply. Oh, so cool. I did. And it's all hand done because I'm really a computer spaz. You know, right. <laughs> I, I do it all by hand. I know how to work the scanner and that's about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. As a true artist, I guess should. I, I don't know if I should say that. I guess digital art is becoming very popular, but there's something to be said about, you know, hand-drawn art. I mean, I have a very close friend. I mean, it's kind of off-topic, but he was an architect back in the day, and you know, he migrated out of architecture world and and went to do other things. And then I guess within the last couple of years, he's wanted to come back into the world of architecture, and he's like, nobody draws anymore. You know, yeah. he's like, everything is done on computers. Everything's done. You know. Yeah, but, you know, I look at some stuff that's done on computer, I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, it's there's art everywhere, there's talent everywhere, everyone's got their gift, we just all need to focus on that. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, so, I know this is going to be a tough question, and then after you answer this, then we're going go to go to a quick break. Um, what's your favorite one? Favorite what? Cartoon that you drew in terms of... of messaging or, or uh, my, my very favorite one and um i won't part with it of course it, well there's two sorry first one is i wonder how fish party seaweed that's that's the one it was assigned to me uh i drew it i sent it off and within one week it showed up on youtube it showed up in a magazine and it showed up in a newspaper and i said okay <laughs> and the other one is my one that says uh living proof and it's about me saying that living proof right here my son he's living proof that's all the proof i need well that's awesome um we're talking with georgia from georgia tunes go ahead and check out her work at uh, com. uh we're going to go to a quick break here um and you're listening to cannabis network live on podstream live And we're back with Cannabis Network Radio, only on Podstream Live. Tonight we have Georgia from Georgia Tunes. Go ahead and check out her uh, website, georgiatunes.com. And I think she's also on Facebook as well. Um, welcome back, Georgia. How are you? I'm good. Still well, good. <laughs> we've, been, we've been talking, um, you know, off air a little bit about, you know, your son. And, and you know, you've discussed him in the begin- in, you know, in the first part of the show here. Um and you said that you've no, you know, aside from obviously helping him with 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 you know his illness, um, it, it also improved different qualities of of his life. Um, from a a mom's perspective, um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, because I know there's a lot of people out there like oh, I'll never give my children, you know, marijuana, and 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 kids shouldn't have it. And, and well. You know, I think if, if you're, I don't think kids should have anything if they don't need it. You know, if a kid can get through life without anything, wow. But um, when it comes to my son, you know, progressive to terminal bone disease. So we're not just talking. And sometimes parents say to me, oh, my kid's acting up and I, I don't know what to do. And they say, well, should I give it? Can I? I say, no. You know, research a little bit, focus, speak to a doctor, not necessarily about cannabis, but speak to them about your child. And uh, try and figure out what's going on. But yeah, in, in our case especially, and, and in a lot of 
children's cases that I'm aware of now. It was night and day, and it made his life better in so many ways, mentally, physically, sleeping, appetite. He was able to focus. Um, you know, no wonder people think it's a miracle drug, because it's like you see miracles happen. What was What was the most noticeable thing right off the bat. I mean, you said he saw it like next day. What was, what was, what was the most? He slept. He slept. slept. And don't kid yourself. I'm not exaggerating. He never slept an entire night all the way through since he was born. (laughs) And he slept. And if you think I'm forgetting that or making that up, you can hear it in my voice. And my husband and I was like, oh my God, he slept the whole night. And just his mood, no pain, no pain. He was doing more stuff. Yeah, people, people for some reason. I mean, you know, I'm not an advocate of 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 underage use either, except in case by case scenario. Um, but I do think, you know, I think that it is time for parents um, to have open and candid conversations with their medical professionals um, about you know, can the use of cannabis for certain things. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, ideal, like, you know, I'm going to say recreationally, but there's a lot of children out there with, with maybe different forms of autism, um, oh, absolutely. Se- severe learning, severe learning disabilities, um, eating disorders, uh, depression, things like that, that, you know, the medicinal benefits of the plant can definitely, um, you know, help the family out. I agree. I agree. And that's, you know, that's, you just said that key word there, the family. Uh, You know, what cannabis also did for my husband and I was wonderful because as parents, there's nothing worse than watching your child suffer all the time. So, you know, that that disappeared for us too. Yes. Um, But absolutely, before, you know, when I read about the pills that they're putting kids (sighs) on now, it's shameful. That, that's it's like that's a whole discussion for a whole nother night. Yeah, I, yeah, I concur. So, it's so, horrible. But you know, this should be the first choice, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's it's natural. Yeah, you know, it's it's a plant, and yeah. it helps. Um, did you receive any like pushback? I mean, I I know that Canada is slightly different and a little and has been a little more accepting uh, of cannabis than here in the U.S. Um, but how did your family, friends, and and whatnot react to? You know, I've only had one negative experience, and to this day, it still bothers me because it was with a friend. But, you know, so be it. Not everybody's going to get it. But, you know, I don't care. All I say to people, and especially the the other moms, you know, Michaela's mom and Jeremy's dad and David, who cares? Walk in our shoes. You know, that's all you have to say to someone. You hear us, you see my work, it's fantastic, and I'm thrilled about it. But until you're living in my house and witnessing what my child is going through, I don't think you should be opening your mouth because there's no one who loves my kid more than me. Yeah. yeah. You know? I, I, I understand, you know, and I have, you know, two wonderful boys, and I love them dearly. And, you know, thank God they're they're doing well and they're okay, you know, and I couldn't even imagine what would happen, you know, if if – God forbid, you know, something was wrong and I would want to do anything to, you know, help them out. Um, but being who I am and what I do, I, I do encounter people that share with me on, on a regular basis um, so, so much. And the people I've had, a, you know, a chance to meet from, you know, Sarah, you know, Frank from, 
yeah. you know, moms for marijuana and, and, and other, you know, moms and, and people who reach out to me, um, you know, I, I, that's the, it, it, it's why I do what I do. It's why I am a direct action advocate. That's why I get in front of people and say, this needs to be done. This has to be done. You have to pay attention. This is helping. This is changing people's lives. Even what, what sometimes people don't even comprehend is that when there's somebody sick, especially a child, they, you know, they understand it sounds sad and, 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 you know, but they don't understand that when that child gets well, or as you were saying earlier, able to sleep or able to, to eat or able to smile or, or, or not have a seizure, it's not just the child, it's it's every person that is directly involved with their life that it changes. It's it's not just that one person, it's the entire life in general that, that changes, you know? And and, it's the entire community, you know? It, it affects so many people and it's that's how it should be. And some people don't realize really the, the ripple effect that the positive ripple effects of of cannabis um it, it's not it nine times out of ten it is not just about one person um and it's not about you know a single person it's not about their individual um there's reasons why people make the decision to turn to cannabis and there's i don't think there's really a, a refutable i don't think there's really anything to dispute out there even though people out there are like oh i don't believe in it and i don't you know whatever it's like how can you like argue with with people like yourself who have have watched cannabis literally change and save well i i have to share with you that recently also uh, i'm not sure if you're aware but a lot of my friends are i i had a major surgery in november and the only thing that that seems to help me now is even it and my brain surgeon i said you know he and he says fine i don't want to take uh seizure medication, anything like that that will cause other things when I know that this is working and I'm feeling good and having comfort. Who's, who's, it should be no one's choice. Well, if I, if I may ask, have before, I guess, your son and, and before your surgery, um, in your past, or, or did you ever, I mean, were you a use, recreational user of cannabis? or? You know, yeah, I did. I would I inhaled. <laughs> no, occasionally. It's funny because I think I tried it in high school, but I didn't like it. You know, I was one of the ones who went by the way of the drinking, and right. that's what I did. I wasn't fond of it. Every now and then, yeah, but it was never a big deal. Right. And it's funny because it wasn't my first consideration when my son was diagnosed. You know, it, it took me a few years, and then when he started to get really bad, he, you know, do you think you think it was out of desperation that you turned to cannabis, or? Uh, yeah, it was out of desperation, and again, researching and time and time again, all that was coming up was positive information and no death. And here I am looking at him taking morphine, and we're talking chronic pain twenty four seven. Right. He would have been dead by now from the morphine. Right. I mean, have you had ever had a chance to meet or speak with uh, Irv Rosenfeld? Yes, I love Irv. Yeah. Uh, Storm and I have both met him. He's he's a wonderful man. He's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's the only other person I know of personally that, that has some sort of bone disease, degenerative disorder. And, I know uh, the sad thing, not sad, I, I guess it's an honor, is I've actually met quite a few people now that have very serious health issues and are, are affected by cannabis. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's you know, I, I, I hate, you know, I guess one thing which I which I 
always fun. I'm, I hate using the word hate. <laughs> it's kind of icy moronic there. It's a hard, it's a harsh term. I, I find it very disconcerting when you, when I come across people that are so vehemently against the use of cannabis and it doesn't matter, you know, how many uh, people or stories or emails or, 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 you know, videos or, or, you know, recordings of, of people that have, have survived cancer and have, you know, beat the odds across the board. Like, oh, there's no FDA study and there's no uh, medical. Well, that's because it's illegal here and there can't be, you know, and, and the FDA really want me to trust the FDA here in the States. I mean, they give their okay to medicine that kills people all the time, you know, so I'm supposed to trust the FDA. You know, I've, I've, this frustrates me too, but how can we blame them? How can we blame them when it's been inbred into our head for years? Well, not really it's blaming, but what I guess to me is that if you're a reasonable individual with some common sense, you have to, you know, take a minute and think about all these people out there that are saying it helps them. And has changed their lives, and has saved their children's life, and has saved their mom's life, and has saved their girlfriend's life or their boyfriend's life, you know. And it's not even just from hardcore diseases. I have know plenty of people, and have been introduced and met plenty of people that have recovered from serious drug addictions. By, oh yeah, by, I hear by that all the of, time too. By the use of cannabis, alcohol. <laughs> alcohol, crack, meth. I mean. Well, you know, I, I guess you can lead a horse to water, right? Well, you know, we had the conversation tonight about beef, that terrible beef picture that's going around Facebook, and I have a weak stomach. But I said to my husband, you know, if it's this bad, why do we keep eating it? Well, it smells good and it tastes good. What? Who knows why people do things anymore? I've kind of tried giving up trying to figure that out, and I'm just going to try and focus on making a positive difference. I think that's all I can do. That's you know, awesome. Just, yeah, I'm here. Uh, same thing you. You just got to, you, you know, I hear a lot of people say that. I, actually, I think it was, a, I saw one of your posts this week, or I saw David's post. Yes, David's post. And you know, it, it is. I honestly think that sometimes these things happen, we get too distracted by them. And it's terrible because I see a lot of inter stuff going on and people complaining. If we just focus what's on hand then changes will happen. Don't oh. get distracted by the negative shit. That is true. 100% true. Well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm like dying here. I like uh, inhaled like a cat hair or something. I like I like choking to death. Um, I'm actually going to go to a quick break so I can uh, grab a drink. Um, so we'll be back in just a couple minutes and continue our conversation here on Cannabis Network Radio. Only on Podstream Live. Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio here on Podstream Live. Tonight we have Georgia from Georgia Tunes. Go check out her work at georgiatunes.com. So Georgia, um, do you sell your art? And if so, um, or do you do commission work? Or how does that work? Do you want to tell people a little bit about how they can... Yeah, uh, occasionally I will have someone that when I post a cartoon, they'll ask me if it's available, and sometimes I'll part with it, sometimes I won't. Uh, I get asked, honestly, every day to draw, and I can't. 
<laughs> um, I'm passionate. You know, I like to draw. Certain people, they ask me and I draw for them. It's that simple. Um, I, I go to one expo, the Treating Yourself. It's a medical marijuana expo in Canada. It's wonderful. I've been lucky to be there since the first year. And it's in May on the 24th. And that is the only time that people can really buy anything that I have. Because uh, you know what? It's just me. And so I can't figure out how to do it all. And I don't have the time to do it all. So one shot. So that's actually coming up now, the 24th of May? Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. It's it's nice. It's a big thing here in Canada. And it's, it's where you do. You know, you see like an old lady who's got cancer. Or you see a mom and her son's got lupus. And you're starting to see that, and that's really hopeful and reassuring. Well, yeah, I, I, all that is hopeful and reassuring. I mean, all the, everything I see every day um, in the world of of patient treatment, excuse yeah. me, is uh, you know gives me hope and inspiration to continue what I'm doing. Um, so, do you attend any other uh, events, uh, cannabis related events, or activism events throughout the course of the year? Well, uh, I did have brain surgery <laughs> in November, and I have been not well uh, leading up to that, and it wasn't quite a success, unfortunately, and I have some serious issues, and no, I can't, uh, I, I just can't. I, it took me a long time to recover from the surgery, actually. It took me like three, four months just before I could walk properly. So, wow. no, I, I don't get out much. And, and you know what? So I've actually had someone say to me, oh, you're a snob, not even realizing. But, no, I'm not a snob. But uh, the past couple of years, I've had some uh, serious health issues of my own. Well, we're happy that you're able to talk to us, continue doing what you're doing. So am I, I tell and, you. Um, <laughs> I feel so blessed to be here. It was a rough ride. Yeah, it and, sounds uh, like uh, you definitely, uh, you know, have, have been through a lot. And uh, we're glad that you're here and staying strong. So, And, you know, um, I was very sick after the surgery. They tried everything. Oh, the cancer of nausea medication. You know what worked? The vaporizer. Yeah. Finally. The first time I tried it, that was it. I felt better. So, you, again, you know, like... Are you, are you using oil or do you use uh, leaf or... Uh, preferably, I, I have a vaporizer that I like to use. Uh, I'm a big advocate for edibles. I think that's one of the best way for children. Uh, I mean, again, if mom's making something for you, we put TLC into everything we make for our family, right? Right, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I really prefer the uh, coconut oil, though. Okay. Coconut infused, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, I've had all kinds of uh, infused products, and I have to say that, you know... I definitely think medibles, as we call them here, is definitely one of those, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, advantageous things for people who choose not to, um, you know, smoke or vapor, vaporize or whatnot. Well, when um, my son started, don't forget, he was in high school, you know, and, and we're not about that. It's about respect, too. I don't agree with standing in front of your high school and smoking a joint. It, have respect for the people around you. Uh, you know, and if you're in pain, absolutely. But at school, he had cookies. Right. You don't have to sit there lighting. And then you're, you know what you're doing when you do that, in my opinion? You're taking away from yourself. You're, you're supposed to be there to learn and educate. And, and so is everyone else. They're not there to focus on your cannabis. You know, it, it was a tough call, that one. So he had cookies. 
And but now, same thing. Wherever he goes, you know, he doesn't smoke in front of a mall. He doesn't smoke in front of a school. It's just about respect. I understand when people get upset. Well, I understand people get upset too, but <clears throat> I guess the reason that they get upset is what I have the issue with. Is you know we have people that get upset, um, because they're oh it's pot it's bad they're, like that's the reason why they're getting upset. Well, that's just ignorance. They're, they're not getting upset because, you know, someone's smoking a joint, or they're not getting upset because... Someone's smoking a cigarette. Know. Right. They're getting, they're getting upset because it's marijuana. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. That's just, that's just ignorance, though, I think, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But, you know, again, that's exactly where, you know, people like myself and you come in, where we get to educate people in one way or another about, yeah. about that. Um you know, it's so hard sometimes to, you know, and I think that's another thing that I really like about about your tunes. It's kind of a um, softer side approach than, you know, myself who will be there screaming at somebody, you know, or waving a banner or throwing out joints <clears throat> in an illegal state or something um, because I'm more of in-your-face direct action kind of person as where, I guess, with, with your drawings and whatnot, it kind of gives a softer, more... Um, gentler approach to things even though the messaging that you put in some of your uh tunes is is really you know in your face <laughs> but uh oh i get angry though don't kid yourself <laughs> but i i try you know i try to think about it first yeah i mean sometimes i, I, I don't want to hurt anybody you know <laughs> yeah sometimes you know oh we're getting a call hold on one second stand by so we got DC. DC. We have DC, and you're calling from uh, Plant City, actually. Hey, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Uh, <laughs> thanks for taking my call. Sure, sure. Um, uh, I saw about uh, several weeks ago that um, John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan, the uh, humongous uh, law firm, was sponsoring a bill to legalize medical marijuana in Florida, and I just didn't know if, if you know, you had any uh, idea of how that was going or um, if it's going forward or uh, <coughs> if you'd heard anything about it. I saw it in the paper. I mean... Well... It's a good question. Uh, I'll clarify everything that's going on here in the state of Florida. Um, okay. We did have a bill uh, that was in the House this session. Uh, it was the Kathy Jordan Medical Cannabis Act. Um, Kathy uh, is a Florida resident who lives in Parrish, Florida. She's been suffering um, from ALS for the last, twen last 20, 26 years. Um, she's had Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS. And uh, she survives because of cannabis. She does not take any uh, pharmacological uh, medicine. So uh, we introduced the Florida Cannabis Action Network, um, along with Cannabis Information Network and a couple other organizations, uh, introduced this bill um, to the House. Now, <clears throat> Florida has kind of gone very awry in the direction of medical marijuana. Um, we started with, you know, we started with this this cannabis bill. And it had really good steam going behind it, and then it kind of fizzled. And then on top of that, we have this new bill that would just you know went into place called SB forty nine, which is banning the sale of any like bongs, pipes, 
e-cigarettes, vaporizers, hookahs, anything like that. Um, so we kind of took a, a 180 on that. And the bill stalled. Um, and, you know, tomorrow is the final day. And, you know, whether the governor signs it or not, um, I really hope that overnight he has an epiphany or something happens. And, you know, he wakes up and, and signs it as opposed to not signing it. But, you know, right now it's not looking that good for, for that bill, unfortunately, um, right. in regard to, to mar- medical marijuana. <clears throat> now, to answer your question in regard to John Morgan, is John Morgan, um, like recently, within the last, I'm going to say, 60 to 90 days, um, in case anyone who, who, who does not follow John Morgan uh, is the owner, founder, partner of Morgan & Morgan, which is one of the largest law firms in the entire state of Florida. Not not in a county, oh, yeah. not, in, not in whatever, but, uh, you know, all over the place. And also, um, Charlie Crist, who used to be the governor of the state of Florida, he worked for them prior to him beco- becoming governor, and he works for them now after um, after he became governor. Um, and and John Morgan has had a very large political influence on a lot of things that has happened in this state. Um, what John Morgan is getting behind was a, a signature initiative, uh, a ballot initiative. And what they're attempting to do is get enough signatures where they have to put... Um, they have to put the initiative for people's vote like was done in Colorado and in Washington state. So that's truly going to give the power to the people. Um, what John Morgan, where, can, where, where can I go and sign that? Um, or whatever? It's uh puffum.org. Um, and they actually changed. I, ha- um, I should have this information like right off the, the top of my head. Um, but let me just check it out real quick, and I'll tell you because they changed their their I guess tagline or um, it's unitedforcare.org um, is what it is, and you can go to www.unitedforcare.org, um, and there okay. you'll be able to sign up, you'll be able to share it with your friends, you'll be able to contribute, you'll be able to you know know when there's action happening in your area, so you can go there and, and check it out at unitedforcare.org. And what they're trying to do is a signature initiative to have an actual, uh, instead of having a bill, they're actually going to put a, a motion for a vote for the people on <clears throat> the actual agenda. It's not an easy task. You need 600,000 people to sign this. And it has to be unique individuals that are registered to vote, um, that live in the state of Florida, have residency here, um, and it has to be a certain number in each county. It's not an easy task. Um, but John Morgan did say he was going to commit $5 million of his own money to this, and he guaranteed matching donations of $5 million. It's $10 million to put behind um, the signature initiative for 2014-15. So, <clears throat> unfortunately, you know, that's still a couple years away, and patients aren't going to have safe access right. to their medicine. But, you know, something is better than nothing, and we do appreciate, you know, him and what he is doing and, and stepping up to the plate here in the state of Florida. Yeah, well, uh, another thing that I read in the article was the fact that he had just had a dinner with Obama, and he has big-time political clout in Washington. And um, uh, one of my fears is, honestly, uh, you know, Obama is going to come on coming up for election again, and. You know, somebody who's not as, I would say, understanding um, would come in and and then start 
trying to like flex their political clout. Well, uh, I mean, there's the always line. there's always going to be people flexing political clout, and this is uh, you know President Obama's last term, you know. But right. but <clears throat> one thing which, which I do say, uh, you know, again, I don't really like talking politics because I think that the power ultimately the power of legalization lies in the people. Colorado, it was the people. Washington State, it was the people. Pretty much in every single state that there's been a medical initiative, all 19 states now, um, has always been the people and not politics. Canada as well. Um, if you look at the history behind legalization efforts, it has been in the people and not in the government. The people overwhelm the government, which kind of forces them to take action. Um, you know, in my personal opinion, President Obama and the Obama administration not saying anything is a lot better than taking aggressive action against. Um, Ideally, what would be ideal for the government is to go by the Constitution of the United States and say, look, let the states regulate this on their own. Um, Let the states make their own decision. If they do not want to have cannabis in the state, that's their choice. If they do, they do. They can tax it. They can regulate it. They can go ahead just like alcohol. Um, just like alcohol prohibition, it's up to the state. Each state varies um, as to the tax rate that they charge, the availability, when people can buy it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> I definitely think it's a state decision, and I think it's a people's decision. And just as recent as today, you know, a Fox poll came out, you know, that the majority of Americans support cannabis, you know, medical cannabis. And it, the people's voices are being neglected. Um, not only here in the state of Florida, where there was a poll that was done where 7 out of 10 Floridians are for pro-legalizing uh, medical marijuana, um, the country in a whole is for it. And, you know, it is really time for our government officials to realize that people have spoken, the people are speaking. Um, but until the government realizes it, myself and, and organizations like myself and, and people like Georgia are going to continue with our activism and continue letting our voices be heard to educate those that 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 are unaware and and really want to look at the plant in a bad light. So I I agree wholeheartedly with you and uh I love the work that you're doing, Dave. And I'm just wondering um what we as people can do. Just let you know? talk about it. It, it, one of the biggest things, and Georgia, I think that you, you can agree with me here, one of the best things to do is talk about it. Get the information out there and educate people. If you're afraid to talk about it, if you're afraid that someone might say something or, or whatever, then you know the conversation's not going to be started. The information's not going to be out there. You know, Talk about it. You know, If you know someone that's sick, say, hey, have you considered using cannabis? You know, they might scoff at you and say, no, really, look it up on the Internet. You know, it, it, it really works. You know, um, you know, I, I, talking about it, making your voice heard and, and just not backing down is what the people can do, um, you know, and, and, you know, sign a petition, you know, be active. Um, you know, when the initiative takes off for United We Care, you know, volunteer for a day, volunteer for a weekend, do something like that. Um, there's so many different things you can do. Um, you know, us here, Cannabis Information Network, Cannabis Network Radio, we always can use volunteers to do different stuff to help us with things as well. So, you know, there's always things that can be done and people to par- to partake in. So, Oh, thank you so much, man. And, uh, you're very welcome. Uh, I appreciate, again, uh, all that you're doing and uh, keep up the good fight. And I just, I can't wait 
until um, we can actually, you know, be free to help ourselves instead of uh, this big uh, pharmacopoeia that is... Yeah, I can't wait either. That's why that's why I do what I do every single day and that's why I fight the fight. Well, thank you so much for your call. I appreciate your support. Um and I hope you have a wonderful evening and uh you know just just you know keep keep aware and you know again just talk about it. <clears throat> All right. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Hey, Georgia. How are you? Hey, good. <laughs> uh you know you're absolutely right. And another thing I tell everyone is ask your doctor why not? It's about time they started to face the facts too and just start bringing it up. Yeah, I mean, I tell people that all the time. You know, like, talk to your doctor about it. You know, people, if doctors start hearing the patients asking more and more about that, then they're going to start changing. They're like, we want to be able to do it. And I can't tell you how many doctors, medical doctors, I have come across that said to me, dude, there'd be nothing more that I'd like to do is to be able to write a prescription or write you know, a recommendation for cannabis, but they're afraid. Why? Because they have a DEA U-PIN number and they're afraid that if they go ahead and write a prescription or if they write a recommendation that they're going to get in trouble and lose their license. And I understand where they're coming from. They're, they're yeah. afraid. And and the doctors that aren't, I give them absolute credit, you know, to standing up and, and, and saying, look, we're going to go ahead and get behind it. And I definitely think, again, the power is in the people and letting your voice be heard, whether it be by drawing cartoons, whether it be starting a radio station, whether it be, you know, sharing something they find on the Internet, you know, and and participating in local events. Everything that a person can do to get the messaging out is what is important to make a difference in, in, in legalization. If the people come together and and we are heard as one voice, anything is possible. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. Well, Georgia, thank you so much for being on with us this evening. We uh, are at the end of the show here. and uh, Thank you for having me. It's been nice thinking about Florida right now. (laughs) There there is so much more we can talk about. And, you know, maybe we'll have you on again. But, uh, again, keep up the great tunes. Thank you again so much for for, uh, joining us here. Keep up spreading the message. I hope that you have a full recovery and that everything in your life is filled with happiness and blessings and uh, may the plant be good to you and your family. And uh, I hope you have a good night. Thank you. It's been a great night and uh, keep up doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. So that was uh, Georgia from georgiatunes.com. Um, check her out. Uh, fantastic artists, great cartoons, great work. Um, and I thank you all for listening this evening here in Cannabis Network Radio. I'm your host, David Kowalski, and I wish everyone a wonderful and healthy good night and safe weekend. <laughs>